Hey everyone, I'm going to try to continue to keep these pre-podcast notes less than one minute. Please review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star review and let the people know what you think about the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me. So time for the amendments section. On the last episode with my buddy Chad, we could not remember the movie about the alligator that was killing people in Africa. That movie's name was Prime Evil, and it's spelled P-R-I-M-E-V-A-L. On the episode with Zach, we could not remember how long the siege of Sarajevo lasted, and it lasted almost four years from 1992 to 1996. I think originally we both thought it was like, you know, less than a year long, but it turns out it was the longest siege on a city in modern military history. Once again, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. It will help me out a ton. Without further ado, here is episode six. All right, welcome to episode six of Spencer Talks About Stuff. Today on the podcast, I have a really, really good friend, Carlo Adagnati. Carlo and I played football together in college. Um, he is a realtor in Boise, and he is originally from South Africa. So, Carlo, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, man. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? My name's Carlo. Um, great pronunciation of my last name, by the way. Some people really butcher it. But All right. I'm glad I got it. <laughs> you, you nailed it right there. Yeah, I'm in real estate. I've uh, been in Boise 12 years. Love it out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me yeah. on, the, on the show. Of course. And so you you moved from South Africa to Southern California. When How old were you when you came Yeah, there? I was about 10, 10 years old. So we uh, the whole family packed up and moved. We first-generation immigrants. So we came over here in 2000. Okay. Originally uh, landed up in Laguna Niguel, California, floated around a bit. And then uh, my parents ended up in San Juan Capistrano. And you went to high school in San Juan Capistrano? Uh, I went to middle school there, but then I went to high school in Santa Margarita. Okay. So if there's any Santa Margarita people out there with Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And you graduated, obviously, in 2008. And you and I met at Boise State. Yeah. You played running back. Yes. Um, I was offensive line. We were on the scout team together. Oh, yeah. Um, good, we were in the, good times, man. In the dorms Bulgus. together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bulgus. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Paradis. <laughs> that, that was the best part about being a freshman is yes, it? you dude. really felt like you were on the team because you got to get uh, a television and a PlayStation 3. and For sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I remember we got a mountain bike, um, watches, Bose headphones. I got a, uh, I got a recliner. I got a what? leather recliner, I think from the Fiesta Bowl. Dude, that's, that, yeah, I think I got the Vizio TV, oh, which yeah. by the way, mine kept screaming at me like an hour into a movie. It would just make the loudest, most obnoxious noise and scare the life out of me, dude. Do you think to- Tostitos will give us a refund? Oh yeah, geez. Dude, I, <laughs> I think they gave us bad TVs, but yeah, I mean, probably. I was the only one who had the bad, the bad TV. So. Yeah. My, my PlayStation 3 lasted a long time. Um, but yeah, that That's was a right, dude. great experience. Okay. PS3. So before I forget, a shtick of this podcast, every guest is going to bring an alcoholic beverage for us to either share or they're going to bring like one drink for each of us to try. Mm-hmm. So do you want to introduce what you brought? Yeah, I'm a, I enjoy red wine. I brought a, a red wine called, I, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, Rionin okay. from California. It's a red blend 2018. Um, I just discovered it. Two weeks ago, it's got 90 points, uh, wine enthusiast or whatever. Okay. 
really good full-bodied wine um that you know there's some wines out there that can be super tanniny or quite light-bodied but Uh this is really good so you should i'm gonna i'm gonna give my first sip but cheers cheers man okay i'm excited (laughs) i'm excited because this is the first non-cider or beer that someone has brought you're gonna appreciate it awesome i dig it yeah perfect it's got a you know berry notes a little bit of oak yeah all that good stuff, you know, oh, yeah. those wine enthusiasts like to talk about. Do you, um, have you done any of the wine tours like in Boise? I haven't. I really want to. Um, you know, obviously from South Africa, we got some of the most epic wineries down there. Yeah. Western Cape, Cape Town area. Yeah. You can't, you can't believe the wine down there, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was supposed to, I was going to bring a South African, but this was just the top notch. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Next time we'll do South African wine. Yes, we will. Um, got a few good ones. My... Uh, in-laws were members at St. Chapelle, I believe. And I we went out there wine tasting okay. a few times. Um, Is that here locally? Or? Yes, it's out past Caldwell, kind of on the way to Melba or Marsing. Okay. Yeah, out that direction. Okay. Kind of in like the Treasure Valley wine country area. But recently they've um, they've started making wine like in Garden City. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Cinder is down there and there's a few other wineries, hmm. but you can get like a list online. I don't know. You go on like the Boise website or whatever hmm. and they have like a winery tour and people ride their bikes and go. Oh, and that's awesome. Wine. So you just hop on the green belt, go to the next one. Yep. Okay. Well, wine tasting garden. City. Obviously ride responsibility or responsibly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which you, you can get a DUI for riding your bicycle. You can. Yeah. I oh, had yeah. no idea. But I mean, who's enforcing that? You know, how are they going to tell? The bike cops? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the bicycle cops on the green belt? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've only seen... So I bike from Eagle to Boise pretty often yeah. and back, and I hardly see any bike cops. I think they mostly hang out, like, in Boise around... The bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah around the bars and, like, Catherine Albertson Park, and I think they're there to, you know, I don't know, deal with the vagrants or whoever hangs out at the parks all the time or make sure people aren't spending the night in the parks and yeah so yeah, less on less on the green belt yeah yeah well i think the only time i saw one uh by cop was there was a kid lost autistic like people were freaking out they yeah. were like cops on the you know walking and then there was a speed by cop like an actual motorcycle oh, yeah, came yeah. down on the green belt. Yeah. So that's that's like the only time I've really seen them on there. How, how often do you ride your bike from Eagle to Boise? I try to do two, three times a week, maybe. Wow. So it's 20 miles round trip. Yeah. So. Nice. Dang. Yeah. Cool. I'm due for a ride here soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that things are getting a little crazy or ramping up in the real estate market in Boise. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the first few weeks of coronavirus we didn't really know what to do in terms of showings open houses and all that yeah things slowed down um some of my clients put things on pause i had some uh sellers that were going to hit the market around that time and they decided to stop yeah and just wait to see what would happen but now yeah now it's just on the up man yeah yeah with rates being low um i mean i'm even just i'm working with a cash buyer now we just went under contract two days ago 10 day close, you know, yeah, it's the, the actions there. It's ramping up for sure. Still really low inventory though. That's the thing. Uh, we can hardly keep up with housing. Yeah. Even the builders, um, 
like the the house she's buying is through Berkeley Building Company. They're they're a builder out there in uh, Meridian Bridge Tower West area. Okay. So you got Ber- Berkeley Building Company, Biltmore Company. Pull, pull the mic just a little bit closer. <clears throat> is that better? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you got good, some good builders <clears throat> out there at Bridge Tower West, and they only have a few houses. I mean, all of them are going off really quick. Yeah. So awesome. Um, yeah. And most of your buyers. I mean, I don't want to start any controversy, but like Washington. California all over yeah um, I've worked with California Southern and Bay Area um, don't say, um, uh, <laughs> it's work, okay <laughs> <laughs> I work with uh, yeah I've worked with some people from Washington area Seattle got a young couple from Seattle I'm working with we're gonna be first-time home buyers yeah yeah uh, Oregon yeah, yeah I've had somebody from DC I'm working with they're gonna move out ship by the end of the year Wow and uh, so do you do you find most of your clients they find you online? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I have a website. Yeah. And, um, plug I, it. Plug it. What's plug your it. website? <laughs> Searchboisehome.com. Yeah. It's nice. I have pay-per-click that I do through it and yeah. I just generate traffic and people, cool. people sign up to look at houses. I know that can be irritating sometimes to have to sign up to see homes, but yeah, uh, generally for me, I just come at it from a helpful standpoint and my goal is to get you in the right place and nice. Make sure you have a smooth transaction. Awesome. I think the furthest I've helped was somebody from the UK, London. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I had, I was running around during Corona for a client from Australia and I was just FaceTiming him. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cool to do like go international like that. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of international, I mean, obviously you grew up in South Africa, but you went back recently and you told me when we had lunch the other day that it was awesome. Oh man. Yeah, I was just there last year, end of November. Yeah. My sister got married. We were in the game reserve, um, a place called Ngala. Okay. N-G-A-L-A, it means lion. Okay. Right there in the middle of a game reserve, a private game reserve, and, and uh, she got married on a dry River Creek bed. Whoa. Yeah, dude, it's like out of a storybook, man. Yeah. It was absolutely perfect. But yeah, on the way to the wedding, we're driving on an open Jeep. And we're all dressed in our suits, ready to go, you know? Yeah. And I uh, got to fix your hair at the end too, you know, like cause blowing wind or whatever. <laughs> um, we're just seeing giraffes as we're driving down. Oh my God. And then zebra and you know, there's, yeah. as we call them zebra down there. Zebra. Yeah. I've, I've adopted the uh, American term zebra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So no, it's, it's gorgeous, man. I, you, I can't explain it. You have to experience it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's def- definitely on my list of places to go. I want to go. I don't know. There's a few different places in Africa, but I feel like South Africa is kind of a different, different deal. Than yeah, it's it's beautiful, man. Um, I mean, you got you got Cape Town, which is its own vibe. Yeah, you get the ocean there. You got Table Mountain that you can hike. And Cape Town is very tourist friendly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's certain areas you got to watch out for. Um, I would say Johannesburg is a little bit more hectic in terms of crime areas yeah so you know you know district nine the movie yeah there's a yeah. lot of aliens that hang out in jo- <laughs> joburg <laughs> oh yeah no that's a real place man they filmed that in uh soweto township okay that's a true actual place the, the slums or the what are they do they, they call, call them? them townships townships yeah. yeah 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 um i think that's the other word shanty town or whatever yeah interesting so, um and your family owns is it a non-profit yeah yeah it's a non-profit um down there called acres of love and we uh we rescue kids out of those areas um because w- really what happened was 
there was a huge HIV AIDS epidemic that hit. Yeah. A lot of uh, parents were dying off. Moms were giving birth and passing away. And then leaving behind these kids, no one to care for them. And they're in the ghetto. Yeah. Poverty stricken area. They're in a violent area. Not all, not, not all, not all, excuse me. Not all of the cases are those cases. Yeah. But mostly, um, some kids are just born and left to die, like in a a trash can. Like the mom will just have it and leave it there. Crazy. Because she either can't care for it, she doesn't want to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you, you were telling me that your parents originally, rescued like four kids it was five or it was five five kids and found houses for them or one house for them or yeah so they actually um used their own rental that they had the tenants just moved out and that was the first acres of love home yeah they brought them there and they're like okay we have five kids we gotta look after now yeah here we go and so so they've expanded how many houses do they have now or do you guys have now oh gosh i think we're up in the 40s that's um, amazing yeah and it's you know we also have a special needs advancement center in Cape Town. Okay. It's a huge wine farm. It's not a wine farm. It's a huge farm. Yeah. A large house on it where a lot of our special needs kids will go just to heal. Um, they can participate in the community there. Well, actually, there's like a cafe there. They can serve people and just because a lot of the majority of our kids have spe- severe special needs. Yeah. Cerebral palsy, Down syndrome. Or just abused, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so we have that, and then we have a provision house in Johannesburg, which is like our headquarters. It's a, it's a, most of our staff work. Yeah. So we have That's a staff awesome. of over, there's a staff of over 200 people. Okay. Running operations down there. Crazy. So, and, and so do they get donations, or do they get grants from the yeah. state or anything? Or uh, The South African government doesn't care really wow. i mean they do they do the minimal yeah so most of our funding comes from u.s based donors okay and then uh, churches um just individuals a lot of large donations as well as monthly support yeah or one, you know yeah there's also people who give one time yeah so. um acres of love and i've been i think i've been on the website or maybe the facebook page yeah we have a facebook page instagram page and uh acres of org is the website nice yeah awesome so, yeah it's a it's a great cause man there's millions of kids that don't have anywhere to go yeah and uh speaking of that i wanted to chat um you know you and i have kind of kept somewhat in touch since um when did you leave Boise State? Because you didn't, you did not finish playing football, correct? Yeah, I I left my senior year. Okay, I was done. Yeah. Um. So you were done with school, and then you just didn't continue to play football, or uh, no, yeah, basically, yeah, okay. essentially, yeah, okay. So, um, but yeah, since whatever it was, 2011 or 2012, yeah, you and I haven't really connected that much until five weeks ago. You texted me and said. Doug Martin has been going downtown and passing out pizzas to the homeless. Yep. And which I was like, I was like blown away. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come down and check it out. And, um, didn't really know what to expect. And there is a group in Boise called Boise mutual aid. And I've been posting stuff on my Instagram. Yeah. Trying to get my friends to follow their Instagram to see what they do. Um, and it's, it's kind of a, I mean, it's getting more organized as they go. Yeah. But it is still somewhat loosely organized. They post on their Facebook page every mm-hmm. week 
what they need, uh, requests that they get from people that are sleeping on the street or sleeping in parks. And, um, you know, people start showing up word of mouth, you know, word of mouth is huge, man. Yeah. Uh, we need a sleeping bag. We need some, um, you know, Coleman, uh, camping. What do you call those? Um, uh, the uh, propane tanks. Yeah. The little propane yep. tanks or, um, you know, granola bars or tents, sleeping bags, that kind of stuff. And I've been going for five weeks now. This last Monday, the amount of stuff that showed up was insane. It was crazy. How many people showed up and how much stuff showed up. That's incredible, man. And it's all word of mouth. It's it's huge, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm bummed I couldn't make it this week, but the last week too was really impressive as well. Yeah. Um, actually, one of my clients brought her stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. And uh, they, yeah, it was just so amazing to see that. Um, even one of the people that I live by now, I just told him what we do every Monday. I'm like, you should come. Yeah. He said he couldn't make it, but he gave stuff too. Yeah. So, and I think if people, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go every Monday. So if people are listening and they want to donate something, they could just give it to me or to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then once Doug Martin leaves, we've got to keep that pizza train going. I hope he stays. I know me too, man. I don't want to speculate about his career, but. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've heard some things, um, but I can't speak on his behalf. I yeah. don't, you know, I yeah. don't know. I don't want to. I don't know either. Release any information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think he cares. I think there's so many rumors out there that nobody knows what to believe. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's an awesome thing that you know people are out there doing, and I think there's a, a real stigma with, um, like you make assumptions if you if you're never around homeless people, you make assumptions about who they are and Absolutely, what they do. And I mean, you go down there and just have a conversation with them and you realize, holy smokes, they're just normal people that, you know, some of them might have mental disorders. Some of them might be addicted to drugs and some of them are just down on their luck, you oh, know, yeah, and man. they don't want to like, be there. Like Ricky. Yeah. 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 We have a, you and I both have an acquaintance yeah. named Ricky, who's 19 years old and he is down on his luck. But, um, he, I can tell by talking to him, he does not want to be there. And he's very, he's, yeah. very humble and soft-spoken, and he just wants... Well, I notice he's there almost every other week, but I think mm-hmm. he's always somewhere the other week that he's not there, like he's in some house, always trying to get out of the streets. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I think realizing that, you know, a lot of us have it very well off. Obviously, we've made good decisions, but we were also born into situations that are, like, a lot better than other people's situations. And I think if we, you know, a lot of people want to make you feel guilty about being born into, you know, a good family or whatever. But the only re the only time that I think you should feel guilty about being born into a good family is if you don't do something good with the situation you're in. Uh, So true. If you slack off or whatever and don't take advantage of it, then you should feel guilty. Well, if you got all the resources to help others, you should help you others. You should help others. Definitely. Yeah, because you would want the same thing in return if you were in their position. Yep. You know? Yep. And I I mean, we could get all political about it and you know, oh, yeah. talk about if and I don't <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get all political no, about for it. Sure. But yeah. I think people do need they need a base layer of things covered in order to be successful. You can't just tell them if somebody's sleeping on the street, 
you know, they can't just go to Jack in the Box and get a job because what's their address? I mean, they need, yeah, there's they so need many a, things you need. Yeah, in they place. need some sort of help. It starts with housing, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, in a way, the homeless need housing. Yeah. And then um, some of them are on certain drugs or whatever. They need to get off that, mm-hmm. make that decision themselves as well. You know, some aren't. Yeah. But not all of them are on drugs. Um, but it's also a decision that they have to make on their end to want to do better for themselves and get, and get a job. Cause I know that there's also some homeless that are comfortable with just what they have and receiving stuff that they get yep. food, yep. you know, food every week. And then they don't make progress. Yeah. But I know there's some like Ricky who want to get out of there. Yep. Want a better life. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's hard. I've always, I've always thought like, I, and I, I'm, it's, there's a lot of speculation when I think about this or do this thought experiment. But if you want to truly help the homeless and help those people that do not want to be in that situation, is there a, is there a house that you could set up for them to set them up for success? Like, I don't know what these houses downtown that just take people in Off-way and houses. people. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if there's, if they let them sleep there for one night and they kind of have a limit on how long you can stay or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I almost think that there should be a house that has a program where you, they teach you how to fill out a resume, how to do an interview, um, social norms. And as you progress, if you keep making progress, they let you stay there. Um, and then once you start making money, they can help you find another place to stay and pay rent. Yeah. I'm not sure if, um, boys, I'm not sure if Boise Rescue Mission does something like that. I, I'm not sure. I'd love to look into it, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, they they are. I know that Boise's got the some of the greatest programs for the homeless. Yeah, compared to like Portland and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. They they could use some help for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's and I, I just wondered like I wouldn't want my hometown to get to that point where. I don't know. It, it's it gets overrun, or yeah, it gets it's, overrun. It's a, it's a problem that could have been solved at the start. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And going down there, I mean, it's not like Boise has a huge homeless problem. I mean, we go down there on Mondays, and it just—I don't know. Maybe there's a hundred homeless people in Boise. I don't know. But, yeah, and we probably see twenty of them. Yeah, we don't see them all, but yeah, there's still the need though, which is amazing, you know. Yeah, and that it's such it's so great that all these people have come together. And it's really awesome that you are helping Ricky with that. Yeah, yeah. With that opportunity that, uh, what did you say it was again? It was a, a job? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm trying to help him out get a job. And I, I think like... That's awesome, man. Like I said, um, I think you can tell who wants to be there and who doesn't want to be there. Because like you said, there's, there's certain people who um, are totally content with... Every Monday they grab whatever they can, grab whatever they can. They get out of there. They laugh loud and they make jokes. And then there's other people who are extremely, um, humble and they don't even want to take anything. And it's almost like you have to put stuff in their hands. Yeah. That's how I felt about Ricky when I met him. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I remember the first time I met him, he wanted to have a backpack, but he, he didn't, he didn't ask for it. Yeah. He was watching everyone else. And then he's like, I'd really like that backpack right there. Yeah. Like, Oh man, you can have it. Yeah. 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 That's that's why it's here for you. Take it. Well, and that's why I knew, I knew that kid was different because I asked him if he needed anything in the pile of stuff. 
And he said, well, I want you to save it for the people that actually need it. And I was like, all right, you're, you're very giving. (laughs) He's got a good heart, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's sad. His mom passed away, I think a year ago in Nampa. That's where he was. And then he made his way down here to Boise. Okay. Am I talking? Am I loud enough? Yeah, you're good. Okay, You're perfect. Cool. Um, so yeah, man, good old Boise mutual aid group. Yeah. Boise mutual aid. I think they're doing an awesome thing. I think if more people could put aside their assumptions about other people and just go down and, and give if they can give, um, bring anything. I mean, if you can cook a meal or put together something or donate canned food or even just kind of have a conversation. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this, just having a conversation with a homeless person who's they're in the dumps. They haven't, they don't know what it feels like to be normal again. Yeah. So if you, if literally, if you just try to make them smile, it could that, I mean, that could be the difference in their life. Yeah. So were you there when that guy was dancing? Yes. Oh my God. That was awesome. That was was so awesome. Yeah. Doug fired up. Doug was playing some music, some dance music. Yeah, man. Yeah. The power of music. How it could just change the vibe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, moving on, I, I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about South African history. Um, cause yeah. I, I don't know that much about it. I mean, I know apartheid, Nelson Mandela, that kind of stuff, but, yeah. um, do you kind of want to give a rundown of recent history there? Gosh, man. Um, I'm so disconnected from South African history. Well, so, like, uh, was it early '90s or '80s? I mean, when was apartheid? Uh, that's a good question. Hold on, let me okay. Google it. I'm trying to uh, dissuade people from using their phones on the podcast, <laughs> but you can definitely do it right now. Uh, it was the 1980s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I remember. I remember the effects, after effects of that, because I was born in 1990. Yeah. And I remember, um, I had a, I had a grandpa who was pretty racist. Uh huh. So yeah. I, just, I, I don't I don't remember that. I had, a, I had a really good friend. His name was Tabiso. I remember his name today. Tab- yeah. Tabi. I used to call him Tabi. And we would get together and we would play and hang out. And um, he, was a, he was a black guy. Yeah. And I, I didn't notice any difference. But yeah. I, I remember my grandpa getting upset over that. Yeah. Know? So I'm like. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, yeah. How much stuff has happened in the past and how much we haven't learned about it i guess i don't know yeah and i don't know if we even want to go down this route (laughs) yeah yeah man uh it's just from a personal standpoint i i think a lot of what's going on is based on uh an underlying factor uh i don't know if if i can say this but it's sin yeah people's lives yeah and that permeates if you haven't, if if you're in that that realm, it'll permeate into violence, hating others for their color, their skin, yeah, all that. So I think the root cause is sin, yeah, that causes these things to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I know you're you're a fairly fairly religious guy. Yeah, and I'm I'm not really, but I think I think as long as people have their own means, you can get to the same end. Um, and like playing football at Boise state, I mean, I learned a lot about, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you look like. If you work hard and you contribute to the team, 
I mean, we're all brothers. We're all yeah, trying to get the same goal. Good things are going to happen, man. Yeah, good things are going to happen. So Yeah. Well, we all have the same kind of blood. So yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we will, in my eyes, we're all made by uh, the same creator. Yeah. And we just all need to love each other. Stop yeah. all this madness. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So. Yeah. Love is huge, man. Love is such a powerful force. Yeah. Good vibes. Break, oh, yeah. Good vibes. Breaks down <laughs> barriers, man. Yeah. Love and forgiveness. That's Those are two crucial things. Because if people carry unforgiveness in their heart, it destroys them and the accuser. Yeah. Yeah. So, I Forgiveness is very, very tough to do. For sure. Um, I think forgiveness is very tough to do. And I think taking ownership of you being wrong. Those two things are probably the hardest thing that somebody can do. Yeah. So admitting that you're wrong. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think about it like, I, th- I feel like I've been growing up a lot in the past year, which is like hilarious because you think you do all your growing up well, in your you, adolescence and in college, but what a year to grow up in, man. 2020. I know. Have a repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the year of growth right here. Yeah. But like taking ownership for if something's not going well, uh, you can make it go better. You don't just have to sit around and let it go. Crap, oh yeah. Go crappy. You have to take that first step yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sit around, just stare at it. Yeah. And I, I've said this on the podcast before. I think having a five minute awkward conversation and saving yourself years of like animosity is better than not having that five minute conversation so and true. letting it drag on. Dude, the human heart cannot handle that animosity for yeah. that long yeah we can't we'll yeah. destroy ourselves yeah we we end up collapsing up inward yeah um it's almost like a rebirth like when you do have those awkward conversations you're able to um i mean it, it's it's like i don't want to i don't want to use this analogy but it's like breaking up with a girlfriend like when you broke up with a girlfriend in college like how free did you feel after that you know yeah there's a freedom to that yeah um you're either gonna you're gonna break someone's heart as well but hopefully you're parting on good terms, you know? Yeah, and it's pro- in the long run, it's probably going to be better for everyone, especially if you're unhappy in that situation, sure. whatever it is. Right. Um, whether it's like business or, you know, a friendship or something with your parents, like, okay, my I don't like the way my parents are saying that, that or dealing with this certain situation. I'm going to tell them straight up rather than letting it, you know, fester for a while and then you have animosity towards your parents. Yeah, that's right. Communication, man. Yeah. Communication's huge. It yeah. Just in all aspects of life, business, real estate. Yeah. If I don't communicate with my clients and tell them the truth about the scenario, like, okay, this you're going down a wrong road here. Um this is what you need to negotiate. If I'm not open about that, even just answering my phone at the right time, yeah. It, it could create a huge problem. Yeah. So I think communication's so big, man, in this day and age, you know. Yeah. And we have we have no excuse. Uh, you have to forgive me today for not getting back to you. Oh my God. I know you had a crazy day and you were dealing with clients. It's all good. (laughs) So talking about communication. No, I, uh, I'm with you. It's, it's hilarious this day and age that you can call someone and they don't call you back for like three days. It's like, I know, I know you're staring at your phone. But they'll hit you up on Instagram, right? (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, we can all track each other too. So we like, I called you, but I know that you're on Instagram. I can see that green dot. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of Why aren't you getting back at me? Yeah. I know it is. It is weird. I turn mine off. My active thing. 
I don't even so know. people don't uh, I guess I didn't even You can know. do it in the settings. You can turn it off. Okay. So people don't like see that you're ready to chat with them. Yeah, yeah. You know? Same yeah. thing with Facebook. But yeah, I mean, everyone's got their phone on themselves. Yeah. Who's not going to respond yeah. unless you're slammed and don't have the time. Yeah. I mean, I get it you if know? you're like at work and stuff, but I know most people are so attached to their phones that... You know, I, I don't know. And I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't make a blanket statement because sometimes you open a text from someone. And you just forget to reply. And you totally forget to yeah, reply. Yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you get a lot of messages because then the, that text gets washed down to the bottom. Yeah. And then... I've had that happen. And then you say, oh my God, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've I've been like that. I've, I think I've had some a few of those. Yeah. Three days later text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not ignoring you, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't, do, do you have any memories of college appropriate stories that we could tell? Um, I mean, anything between you and me, I know we got obsessed with the movie fight club. Yeah, we loved, we loved fight club. Oh, that was, that was a good show. I remember the first time I watched that blew my brain. Yeah. Um, and I think I told you Debbie watched it within the last two years, Debbie, my wife watched it and she didn't even know the, the ending and the twist and stuff. Oh, man. And watching her experience that for the first time was incredible. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It's almost like you got to find people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And just sit down with them. Yeah. Like, you have to watch this movie. Yeah. We're going to watch it right now. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I liked, um, I feel like you and I got into a certain mindset, especially in workouts. At Dude, Boys. 545s. 545s oh, in the morning. We had to. Yeah. No, not fear. Yeah, the, uh, no, not fear, which K-N-O-W, no, not fear, yeah. which is a line from Fight Club. Um, I'm saying, um, and, we ta- and we talked about this before. I was going to work on it. You can edit it out, dude. Yeah, I'll You're edit good. it out. <laughs> I'm not going to go through it Ado- with a fine-tuned Adobe Premiere, Premiere Pro, right, yeah. is what you use? Uh, no, I use Audacity oh, for, okay. for the audio. Okay. It's like such a more streamlined, super oh. easy program to use. But we had winter conditioning at Boise state and I don't, it lasted most of the month of February, I think maybe January and February. Yeah. And I, was it three days a week that we had five forty fives, or was it like Tuesday and Thursday? I think it was three. I think it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but, but we, but we had to show up for mat drills is what they were called. Oh, dude, bringing back memories. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to, we had to go to different stations and then you like rotate stations, but all the linemen are together and then all the linebackers and running yep. backs are together. And then all the wide receivers, DBs are Gosh, together. Dude, I can feel those feelings right now. Yeah. But like you'd go, you know, um, all of our coaches were split up and at different stations and you would do somewhat football specific drills like lateral movements and turn and sprint and mm-hmm. up downs and all that kind of stuff. And then we'd come together as a group at the end and do what's called mat drills. Oh yeah. And basically, I right, dude, I forgot about those. Your whole your whole group. So I was in the lineman group. So it was guards and centers, and then defensive tackles were all together, and I, maybe offensive tackles too. But I think DNs because defensive ends are so athletic, they were in a different group, <laughs> so they didn't have to go with us. Um, but like the coach pulls you up, you you run up five meters, you start chopping your feet. They point one way, you shuffle that way. They point the oh, other way, gosh, they, yes, you shuffle dude, that way. And then they say, all right, go. And then you sprint 10 more meters. And the next coach, How you're on. How many meters is yards? Or yards. Yeah, yeah, yards. <laughs> Sorry, <kidding>. whatever. 
I'm so far removed from football. I don't even know what, the, <laughs> what measurements they use. 100 meter field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be a long field, I think. Yeah, but then you're down on all fours and you're chopping your feet that way and you have to do the side shuffle on all fours and then they say, all right, come on through. You do a somersault and oh, then you have yes. to bear crawl and then you have like one more station at the end and if anyone screwed up or wasn't going hard enough, you'd have to get back in line and do it again and I think the goal was like 10 perfect reps every time or something. Jeez, did you, you guys have to repeat? Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, I mean, how many? How many? What was the most you did? I don't probably twenty at least. Oh jeez. But I I threw up a few times, <laughs> and I remember. I he's probably gonna hate that I say this, but everybody knows Corey Wiarty pooped his pants, <laughs> <laughs> and he he asked oh, our God. he asked our strength and conditioning coach uh, Coach oh, Saha. Man. Corey. If, if he could go back to the locker room and change his underwear and Coach Saha wouldn't let him go back to the oh, locker so he's room. he's running around with poop in his mouth? I think, I think he went to the bathroom and he threw his underwear away and like wiped and cleaned everything up. <laughs> so but he's, like, he's doing match rolls free bowling. That's got to be Oh uh, my God. Ton, fun. I feel like tons of people, weird stuff. People peed their pants. People threw up. Whatever. Oh my word, man. Yeah. Dude, I, I just remember walking across the street from freshman year, Chafee Hall. Yeah. In that freezing weather. Yeah. And having to walk through that dock door into the uh, indoor facility. It was a just, weird, just weird mindset get, that you had to be in. Yeah. You had to get yourself extremely pumped up. Oh, man. At five in the morning. There's this Nike video I watched every time that would fire me up. Yeah. Just to get ready to go. W- which Nike video oh, was yeah, it? it? It's, um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it had several sports and it, it just got you pumped up. Like it was one of those alarm clock videos. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it's Nike alarm clock. I think. Okay. I could be wrong though. I would yeah. refer to my phone here, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, uh, I would always listen to, I can't remember the name of the band, some super ridiculous metal song, like on full blast in my car because just to it, wake up. Yeah. To wake up because I didn't do it in the dorms. I stayed in Chafee hall the first semester of my freshman year. And then I moved out and I was living in a house. So I was driving to Matt drills every time, um, our freshman year. And then, yeah, I guess we had to do it every year, all f- five or yeah, six man. years. That yeah, I was every there. single year yeah. just gets you, gets you in that mindset. Yeah. It was cool though. It kind of built the base layer. Cause you start out with winter conditioning and then you go to spring ball and then, you get a couple weeks off maybe Dude, to go it's home. it's a full-time gig, man. Yeah, and then you come back and you have um, summer conditioning, summer weights, and then um, player-run practices, which we called PRPs. The coaches, oh, yeah, PRPs, co- man. Yeah, coaches wouldn't show up to those, but they were at noon two or three days a week throughout the summer. And if you didn't get, if you didn't show up yourself as a player, I think you, I think your former teammates would document. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember those, dude. Yeah, coaches would find out if you came to PRPs or not. <laughs> Jeez, but those were pretty fun because you kind of, as a freshman, it was very intimidating. But they just threw you into the mix and right into it. Oh, I re- yeah. I remember I did. So I gray shirted my first year, so I wasn't allowed to play in the fall, That's and right. I I didn't officially join the team until the spring. But that summer before I gray shirted, I did PRPs with everyone. What's gray shirt again? So gray shirt means you basically have a semester off. Because I redshirt it. I don't know what the difference is. So, so you can gray shirt and then redshirt. So it, it kind of saves you another year of eligibility. So technically I was on the team for six, six, six years. Six years. Oh man, that that should have been a would have been a good call. But 
Yeah, I got I got my master's degree paid for. Oh man. Thank thank you uh thank you to absolutely no one besides myself because uh the athletic um what do you even call them? Uh, athletic academic advisors were telling me to take like the easiest class classes and I remember I talked to Richie Brockle. Yeah. And he graduated in like 3 years. He didn't listen to anyone and he made his own schedule. And so I kind of took inspiration from That's him. That's smart, man. Yeah, I took Get inspiration from him. Yeah. And so you just take like uh, what would they call them in college like AP credit or I mean that's it, high school right yeah not AP credits but you maybe take one extra class per semester and then load up in the summer too so you make sure you okay. get classes done in the summer. summer yeah so you're just crushing it out three years straight so you can have a couple years yeah but I it, it did take me four years and then it took me two or two and a half to graduate with my master's um dude that that's good though man that's that's fairly fast yeah it was fun it was awesome i i loved being in school at boise state and i think i think the social um sciences was awesome i think that whole program because we dealt a lot with sociology psychology and criminal justice and that whole college was it was rad what was your master degree in criminal justice okay cool. yeah yeah awesome I don't use it. At you all. don't use it at all. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but cool though. You got a master degree, man. Yeah. But it, you kind of learn. I, I know Zach and I talked about this a little bit and I, Tony and I talked about it a little bit on the podcast too, but college, you basically just learn how to work hard and you learn how to meet deadlines. Mm-hmm. You learn how to memorize and then not retain for me. Yeah. 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 It's just a bunch of memory, like memorization. Well, what did you get your degree in? Just a basic comm degree. Communications. Oh yeah. Was it really like, I know people, yeah, there's like the stereotype that communications is easy. Was it really easy? Um, it wasn't bad. It, we had a lot of papers, yeah. a lot of papers and stuff. But the thing for me is I was started out as a business major. Yeah. And then math started to kick my butt. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm done. I don't want to do math. Dude, I statistics was the worst yeah. class. I think that's probably what did it for me. Stats. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I don't have time to go and get a tutor and I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So communication was, is a good route. Yeah. I mean, there's things I did learn there that I carry with me today. Um, but yeah, it's true. College just sets you up for the next phase. Yeah. Just make sure you're hardworking, focused. So you can I, get, you can finalize a task. Yeah. I think unless you're doing like a super specific degree, like nursing or you're getting your medical degree or engineering, something like that. You're not going to retain all the information. It's like uh, training day, the movie with yeah. Denzel. Oh yeah, you go through school and you learn certain things, and then you show up to the job and they None say none of them apply, man. Yep, they Dude, say this is how crazy. we actually this is how we actually do it. Yeah, yeah, that's street smarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it's the same with nursing too. You learn so much stuff in nursing school, and you probably retain some of the base things, but I don't think nurses remember everything from like organic chemistry. Oh, uh, yeah. probably not. It's trial by fire too. You just got to get thrown in there. Yeah. It's the best learning. Yeah. Just fail and fall on your, fla- your face <laughs> several times. Yeah. Get back up and go back at it, you know? Yeah. Have you, have the sciences ever interested you? Sciences? Yeah. Not really. No. No. Or um, just dealing with people? Yeah, just people. Uh, I mean, in real estate, it's a people business yeah it's all relational yeah it's trust yeah at the end of the day yeah um i, I mean i have to be good at building tr- trust quick yeah with somebody from out of state that flies in wants to see houses and then they decide okay we want to use you because yeah. most of them they can flip and they can say i'm gonna go with this other guy yeah 
but I do the best I can to make sure that I can uh, get to know them really well, find commonalities, earn their trust right away, and then that's it. Yeah. So you use your South African charm (laughs) to sway them. To yeah, s- to suck them in. <laughs> well, it's, there's also um, a challenge on the phone. I have to repeat myself a lot sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, especially yeah. if I'm calling somebody from Texas. They're talking like this. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying? I can't understand <laughs> anything you're saying out there. Oh my god. Um, you know what my buddy Chad and I were talking about yesterday? Yeah. The Cockney accent. Cockney. Do you know, do you know no. what that is? Uh-uh. Um, from uh, like the UK. Oh, the Cockney kind of like talking a bit like this, right? Yeah, but they but. They use um, they use certain phrases that rhyme with the word that they're supposed to be saying. Oh no! And it's like Brad Pitt and Snatch. Oh, it's like Gypsy Talk. Yes, yeah. it's like Gypsy Talk. It's like it was like the working class thing. Dude, and they another would, good movie, by the way. Yeah, ex- excellent movie. They um, they didn't want the police to know what they were saying. Oh, it's so sharp, man. You like caravans? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like dogs. The one oh dogs. The yeah, one dogs. thing I remember from the article I was reading about Cockney was instead of saying, what's the time they would say, what's the lemon and lime. And and then eventually it just evolves to what's the lemon. So they'd say, what's the lemon. And you're just supposed to know what's the lemon and lime. What's the time. That's so smart. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, what's that, what's that (laughs) language that people would talk in school? It's nave, it's nave, blah, blah. Oh, pig, pig Latin. Yeah. Pig Latin. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. I mean, it's like, you got to learn that to understand what people are saying. Yeah. So what what do they speak in South Africa? Afrikaans. Afrikaans. It's a Dutch. It's like a Dutch uh, rooted base language. It's an offshoot of Dutch. Do you know any? Very little. I can understand it fully, but I can't really talk it. I left just when I was going to learn. So, yeah. Who it is. How are you? Oh, Um, geez. That's about all I know. Yeah. (laughs) We are more. Good morning. Okay. Um, so would if it's like a Dutch based thing, would Geraldo understand? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, interesting. Ricky too. And Ricky. Uh, yeah. They so, would totally catch on. So Ricky and Geraldo are two guys that grew up in the Netherlands. They came over to Boise and they both went to high school in Boise and they ended up playing football yeah. for Boise State. They got recruited. But I think they came over on some sort of like football program because they I think so. they played football in like middle school and high school in the Netherlands, and then came over. and I think they both went to Boise High School, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they both got scholarships. Yeah, I always wondered how they ended up here from you know from I, Amsterdam. I think it had to be some sort of. I think it was football because they. I've seen pictures of them playing like in high school in the Netherlands. Yeah, I've seen that too. American football, not in a creepy way. Not like I was just trying to follow them on Facebook or whatever. Well, no, I, I, I we followed them on Facebook and we played at <laughs> Boise State, and yeah, the Instagram sure. was around when we were at BSU. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like in its infant stages. We should have we probably get Ricky on here next. If, I think he's still local. Yeah, Ricky's still around. Yeah, and he I've, can tell the story there <clears throat> how they I've, ended up here. Yeah, I've talked to him a few times just texting. Um, I know he's doing really well. I think he has two kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he coaches. Um, oh, he's a coach. Because I think he coaches football. Oh, and I don't know what his, I mean, if he has a day job or if that's his full-time gig or what. So. Nice. Um, nice. And I don't know, have you heard anything about Geraldo? I think he's back in Amsterdam. Oh, is he really? If I'm, 
not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I we we had a layover in Amsterdam. Shout out Geraldo. Yeah, shout out to Geraldo. <laughs> we had a layover in Amsterdam last time we were in uh Europe when Debbie and I were in Europe and I was texting Geraldo and he was like, "Oh my god, I just left. Like if I was still there, I'd come pick you guys up." And, no way. Yeah. Oh man. But it's I amazing. Wanna, I love all the connections that we made through football. Yeah. You know, some of yeah. them are going to be lifetime friendships, yeah. connections. I um so Debbie and I flew to Coeur d'Alene. Well, we flew to Spokane last week. I saw that. Those are some awesome photos where you guys were. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Coeur d'Alene Lake is awesome. Hayden Lake is awesome. We drove up to Sandpoint. It's a gorgeous part of Idaho that I don't think a lot of people in the I've valley. Been there. Yeah, yeah, it's stunning. It's incredible. Um, it's like but, an hour from Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very close. It's so funny. You see on the signs driving up to Sandpoint, it's like Canada, 80 miles from here. Yeah, it's like, why? And we would have crossed the border. Um, but Canada is still closed, I think until like July 21st or something. So even from driving traffic, yeah, you can't even oh drive, word, drive dude. into the country. Hectic. We were going to, we we're going to cross, uh, the border to get some French fries and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I, I looked up, uh, the closest town in Canada to Sandpoint or like Bonners Ferry is Creston. And so I looked okay. up best poutine in Creston, and that was our goal: was to get cross Amen. the border and get some poutine <laughs> and have a Molson. <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. Well, I mean, there's some crazy stuff going on now. I think, if you want my personal opinion, I think we're going to be uh, entering a new lockdown soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I look at even the local news here, and you know how like we entered phase four, mm-hmm. and the clubs opened and the bars. Yeah. Now there's articles coming out saying, oh, there are 38 people that have now been infected by coronavirus at these bars. Yeah. And there was a new one last week or this last weekend. Yeah. And was it, it was at the Matador, I think, or yeah, somewhere downtown, one of the bars. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know either. I, 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 don't, and I don't want to start speculating about stuff and cause a bunch of uh, uproar by people that are listening. But I was on the phone with one of my good buddies who I hope is going to be on the podcast soon. Um, he's a pharmacist. He works for uh, a local insurance company, big insurance company. Yeah. And he was telling me that the reason we're getting so many different opinions and things are changing from week to week is basically because nobody actually knows, you know, how long it takes to build antibodies. Do you actually, can you contract yeah, it and not be positive? It's fugazi. It's crazy. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows, it's, man. It's uh, what is it? What does uh, Matthew McConaughey call it? Uh, it's it's fairy dust. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know, man. I could be. I don't know what to believe because it's you go to somewhere like Coeur d'Alene and basically there. I mean, you wouldn't even know anything weird was going on. Even the servers at the restaurants up there aren't wearing masks. They're not, eh? No. Oh well, I know one that's not wearing masks here locally. I don't want. I don't really know if I should give it out. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think uh, at least for public perception and to make people feel safe. I yeah. mean, wearing masks, I don't think is a big deal at all. Right. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's hectic, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I the first time that I went out to a restaurant instead of just ordering to go, was with you. We went to Bardenay. Yes. And the tables were 
much further apart than six oh, yeah. feet. They were like eight feet. It was weird. Easy. It was almost like empty. It was like you and I were just on a date in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> it's like we knew. It's like we knew the owner. And he let us in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did a tasting test, and they tried out some new entrees on us. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pour another glass. So keep sure. keep the uh, keep the guests entertained. Oh, you want me to keep them entertained? <laughs> okay, guys. Um, Sorry, we're pouring wine. <laughs> I'll cut it out. Grazie. All right, and we're back. We uh, had a slight technical malfunction, and we took a bathroom break. <laughs> so um, I know we were chatting about local restaurants and kind of some of our favorite places. Yeah. And it's funny because I got a text from one of my buddies uh, that a longtime Boise eatery is closing. Oh, man, which one? Rocky's Diner. Oh, yeah, yeah, on Overland right here. Yeah, Overland. Dude, yeah. I've driven by there a few times, and it's been crickets over there. Yeah, I think they, I remember they recently had an issue, I think they had like a health inspection issue, which isn't the best, Ooh. and then I think just with COVID. It uh, just pushes you off. Well, I spoke to a buddy. A little bit closer, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I spoke to a buddy today um, in Seattle, I think, no, excuse me, he's from Oregon. He said there were 78 restaurants that closed their doors. Whoa. 78. That's insane. I only know, I guess I know of three now that have closed. And it's a real bummer because there's a tavern that opened near us that was doing trivia and they had great deals on drinks and they had recently just put in a fryer and they were making food and it was awesome. And we could walk there from our house, but um, it's called footbridge tavern and i really really hope that they have an opportunity they stay to, open yeah that they open up somewhere else but i we so looked hard, in, man yeah we looked in the window and there's nothing eh? nothing's in there Dude, well some of these some of these spots were month to month yeah their earnings were so crucial for, yeah and coronavirus just and that whole delay on the small business loans and all that yeah doesn't help yeah. if you're in the restaurant industry yeah you you know you you want to have some cushion some money saved or a continual flow of cash flow to stay afloat yeah some of these guys just couldn't do it anymore uh, i mean i think you should run your business like how you run your personal life like you should probably have an emergency fund oh yeah situations exactly like totally. this. well i mean i know the restaurant industry is so difficult yeah just based on so many factors supply where you got to get your stuff who's going to supply it well and hiring well, people too yeah especially if they're off yeah not you know, I know some of the higher end restaurants, they get good tips and stuff and they make good money, but some of the some of the smaller spots that aren't as high end in some of the diners, I mean, I know that they have to hire people at, you know, lower wages and it's probably hard to keep good people staffed. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm seeing hiring posts all the time now for servers. Yeah. yeah I mean, just on Facebook. Really? Yeah, I well, there's a new spot in Eagle called Coins. Oh, yeah, yeah. We still yeah. need to hit that up. I saw a picture. It looked awesome. Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. Really good steak risotto. Yeah. Good steaks. Yeah. Is it, and it's, you said it's not like super high end. It's kind of middle of the road. They have or? a $62 steak. That's the highest they go. Okay. But then they have like a 42 uh, and then the rest is pretty much like 20, 20 26 30 bucks. Yeah. It's kind so of you like get a, like the steak risotto for 26 which is really good. Yeah. Uh, and that's coins in Eagle. Yeah, it's on Riverside Drive or Riverside Boulevard. Uh huh. Yeah, they actually they're off, they're they're hiring now. Yeah. And when I was there, they still had like 
maybe tw- 10, 15 servers. Whoa. So they need more people. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where else do you like eating in Boise? Right there, there's a place called Kachi. Okay. Italian joint. So okay. it's Sicilian Italian food. Okay. Really good, man. Yeah. Good appetizers. Um, they have a really good spaghetti bolognese, uh, a short rib bolognese. Okay. Have you been to Luciano's? No, that's in Garden City, right? No. Well, there is. There, so they open up a second location, and okay. it, I think it's called like Luciano's Cafe or something. Oh, yeah. Luciano's right here. Yep. Yeah, on Orchard. It's, it's on Orchard. Yep. Yes, yep. I've been there. Yeah. It's yeah, man. Incredible. And I don't know, I don't know what the names of the dishes are. And I'm going to say it sound very uncultured <laughs> trying to explain this. Um, but basically, they have this pasta dish that has lobster in it and bacon. Oh, my word. And they. I mean, it's obviously like all cream, cream based or, uh, I don't, I, it's more like tomato based, I think, but they put it into a little like crock pot looking thing or not crock pot looking thing like a, um, Oh, Dutch oven, like a small little Dutch oven serving size oh, thing and they cover it in cheese and then they like rebake it. So it's kind of like a Ooh. little casserole. Best, it's like the best Italian dish I've ever had. Oh man, it was unreal. That and sounds incredible. My favorite part about going to Italian restaurants like that is the bread. Oh that yeah, they cook there. Oh man, and dipping it in this uh, place. Kachi has a focaccia style bread. I don't uh-huh. know if you know what focaccia is. Is it like crispier? No, it's like a, it's almost like a spongy square bread. Okay, but it's crispy on the outside. Oh, I know what you're talking about. They give you like this, uh, chili dipping oil. It's a little bit spicy. Yeah, that's so good though. Yeah. But they're good, man. Kachi's really good. Good pizzas. Um, you can get a steak salad yeah. for like 17 bucks. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I got to go try. I know we got to go try coins together because yeah. I've seen you post some stuff yes, with man. your buds from... Uh, I went really hard there for like a few, a uh, couple weeks. Yeah. And then I just had to put it on pause, but I, I want to go back again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite steakhouse here? Oh my gosh. Okay. Best steak I've ever had in Boise. Um, this is a humble brag, but the ones I cook. Oh. <laughs> but what? Okay. Th- so this is another, uh, it's not a restaurant, but a place that's been affected by COVID is Meats Royale. It used to be Bob's Meats Royale on Overland. It was the last, like, um, oh, like old school meat market in Boise. Oh, where really? They, where they would. I mean, they would strip pigs there and Jeez, like man. cut them up and and put them out every single day. Are they off? Are they out of business? They're what? done. They're completely done, which That's sucks. A shame, man. Yeah, because and now I mean, I feel like the best steaks that you can get to cook at home are at Costco, and they're a little more expensive than that yeah. small meat market. Um, they have good tri-tip at Costco too. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Like tri-tip. But I I think I mean I would say Ruth's Chris. I've been to Chandler's. I've been to Chandler's oh. a few times. I was just gonna say, uh, and what did you get at Chandler's? Because you you seem like you you didn't like it. Oh, I've been there twice, and I had terrible experiences. Really, times. man, yes. that's unfortunate. Yeah, because that's that's my favorite steakhouse. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm ordering the wrong steak. What did you get? I don't. I mean, I can't have strayed too far from the normal. I maybe got a top sirloin or a new New York strip. Okay, like I get the fillet every time. Okay, little more, little the more eight tender. Ounce? Yeah, it's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, perfect. If you get it medium or medium rare. Yeah. I don't know how you like your I like medium steak. rare. Yeah, steak. Yeah, you get it there. It's it's perfect, man. And yeah. then the atmosphere, like, I don't know if you like jazz, live jazz, but if you go there on the right night with good jazz, you, you pick a table right by the music. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah, I... 
But so you you prefer Ruth's Chris then over? I, I like the steak at Ruth's Chris. It and comes I, out bubbling though. What'd you say? It comes out bubbling on the on the plate. The steak at Ruth's Chris. Yeah, it comes out with sizzling with butter on it. Right? Oh, I don't know. I have you have you had a steak? There? I've had. I yes, I have okay. had a steak. But what I love about Ruth's Chris is they have the happy hour where they have eight dollar entrees. Really, and I don't even know that. At, from four thirty to six, seven days a week. You can get eight dollar entrees, and you can get like an incredible hamburger with their fries. I mean, it's kind of like an upscale hamburger. You can get a steak salad. You can get seared ahi tuna. Nice. Um, it's and like spicy prawns. I, I honestly think it's the best happy hour in Boise, which it sucks because it's a chain. Yeah, because they were the ones who got yelled at for all the money they took right from the oh, small business loan. Yeah, or the P- PPP or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I think they gave it. They back. did give it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually saw a headline today. I didn't read the article, but they they were talking about how the feds are under pressure to release a list of who received what with the PPP. Oh, so but I know like, I'm curious to see that. I know Shake Shack and Ruth's Chris both gave their money back. I don't know what other big corporations requested money, but quote unquote gave their money back. Yeah, who I don't even know I'm, what it yeah, means. I'm teasing. Um, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, when you get a steak there, if you go there for dinner. It's really good. It's it comes out on a hot plate, sizzling like they have melted butter on it. Okay, yeah, I've done the hot rock at Barbacoa. I haven't been to Barbacoa for seven years. It, I need to. Yeah, I, I also wasn't impressed with their steak. I'm I'm gonna sound so pretentious, but it's like, <laughs> dude. Okay, I I I went there one time with a group of people, and I bought the hot rock steak. I got extra prawns on the side. I got guacamole table side. I got the two. guac though. Their guac is guac is unreal. Fire. This was the this was the one time that I said I'm gonna splurge on myself. And I went there by myself with a group of people. I only paid for myself, and I think I paid a hundred dollars for dinner. And I would have been so much more happy eating at Burger Belly for eight dollars. <laughs> like it, it was it was not worth it at all like i came Bob out of there Cola, do you hear that <laughs> no i'm just saying i can't i mean i don't have the money to eat hundred dollar dinners all the time well what was that story by the way with that guy he was some drug dude the barbacoa owner. oh i have no idea do, do you remember I, that i've heard that yes and he, I think he had he, drug money or whatever i think he got in trouble recently too and or? then he burnt the he burnt the restaurant down to try to get like insurance yeah. money or something yeah and then they rebuilt it no, he yeah, I think he was like caught with cocaine at the airport or something. Uh, check check the sources on that. Yeah, I don't I don't know, and I hope nobody comes after me uh, because of what Carlo is uh, is alleging on the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're just spreading rumors. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah. No, I uh, the the local places that I dig that my wife and I go to all the time. We go to Eddie's Diner on Overland. Nice for breakfast. We try to go at least once a week. I love that place. Um, they employ kids from high school, oh, uh, cool. local high schools like Bora and Bishop Kelly. Um, you went every, to Bishop Kelly, right? I did go to Bishop cool, Kelly. Man. Yep. Yep. Um, not, we won't go down that rabbit trail. Uh, no, ahead. we don't have to. Um, <laughs> I, I am not a pretentious, uh, Catholic school kid, like private school kid <laughs> because my mom, my mom worked there and we got to go there for free because my mom worked there. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I didn't even think, is it a private school? It is a private school. I had no idea. And you have to, so I, I didn't even think that. I think you have to pay a decent amount to get your kids to go there. So, wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So Eddie's diner. I, I breakfast. also, yeah, for yeah. breakfast. And I also, I love like the greasy spoon hamburger places. 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Burger ba- Belly, Burger Belly, Bad Boys. Dude, Bad Boys got a fired fired cheeseburger, man. What do you get there usually? Sorry. Uh, so Friday and Saturday they have weekly specials. Yes. and it's it's so sad that I know this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Friday and Saturday, it's an offensive lineman mind. Oh right yeah, there, totally. Dude. It's it's from being there. Yeah, in college. Um, Friday and Saturday, you can get a double bacon cheeseburger with yeah. a drink and a huge thing of fries, and it's like eight bucks. Oh man, yeah. Their double cheese is it? You said bacon. Double oh, dude, bacon I cheeseburger. The, I've had that one. Cool. Yep. yep. And then um, they every day of the week they have something special there. And then uh, I love Big Bun. Big Bun's awesome. Their burgers are good. They're not as greasy they're as on like Broadway. No, no, no. No, they're, they're right on right, Overland. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, on yeah. Overland. Um, and then. They have awesome shakes as well. And the other one is Hawkins Pack Out, which is on Bogus Basin I've Road. I've never been there. It's, their breakfast burritos are incredible. So I heard Bad Boy has really good breakfast burritos too. They do. Coach Huff, shout out to Coach Huff. I would never have found out about Bad Boy's breakfast burritos without my first offensive line coach at Boise State. He used to get like a box of those breakfast burritos oh, and bring them in for us oh, for meetings. Oh, man. Um, what, what places do you eat locally besides uh, Coins and... Um, what well, is I live Ka- right there, Ka- man. I'm right Ka- there by Kachi. So Kachi. Kachi has like the best um, evening atmosphere. Yeah. They have a patio. Okay. And have like a fire, like fire pits and like a large, long fire table. Yeah. Um, and it's just perfect when the weather's nice and they turn the music up loud and yeah. get an appetizer and just hang out. So it's good for that scene. Yeah. Um, I used to go to Goldie's a lot when I was close to downtown for breakfast yeah yeah i remember that those 45 minute waits yeah oh yeah goldie's is always packed saturday and sunday yeah i really really like their uh, eggs benedict yeah really good yeah i like their hash browns too they do a good job on their their hash browns yeah where else I, i've i went to juniper the other day it was the first time on Ooh, 8th street i love juniper yeah i man. love their brunch oh uh, i haven't no i need to hit their brunch up yeah, yeah i went there for their steak um it had steak and corn. It was like a chimichurri kind of a vibe. Yeah. Good? It's good. Yeah. Really good. Have you been to Eureka? No. Uh, I've only been there for a for a drink. I haven't eaten their food. Okay. Their food's awesome. They have truffle fries that I highly recommend. Oh, man. Truffle fries. I and love they, truffle fries. They have burgers. Um, they have like an insane number of burgers that you can choose from. But one of them is a bone marrow burger. So they mix in bone Whoa. marrow with the beef. And it's incredible. That sounds insane. Yeah pretty darn good bone marrow freaks me out a little bit though but well, why is that i don't know just the sound of it bone yeah. marrow because like the consistency you know i think it, like I marrow is like what is it gelatinous or i i don't know we're i'm not it. sure i don't know how they get it out of the bone i mean yeah i don't know if they pull it out if they have to boil it first you have and to pull bo- it out. you do have to boil it and then you have to like scrape it out yeah you cut the bone in half and then you scrape it okay but it's like uh it's not meat consistency it's like yeah it's like gelatinous yeah but they mix it in with the beef so it's not like i know I you know. eat it and it tastes like a normal if somebody hamburger. said here's some bone marrow enjoy it I'm like <laughs> no thank you well have you had like bone broth like soup i haven't no. it's it's good it's like i mean it's like chicken stock kind of okay yeah well not, that's more watery than yeah. the actual marrow yeah <laughs> we're talking about bone marrow. Well, the, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I wanted to plug that hamburger. That hamburger is awesome. <laughs> no, dude, that's yeah. That I'd love to give that a shot for um, sure. And um, then I'm trying to think, what else is on Eighth Street? Down oh, there? you know what's the biggest fattest disappointment? <laughs> what was Funky Taco? Oh, really? I haven't I been didn't, there. Didn't like them. Didn't wasn't yeah. good. Yeah, no, Are, it wasn't good at all. Do you like tacos? I do. 
Yeah, um, I'm from Southern California. We have oh, like yeah. nice tacos there. Um, have you had, is it Calle 75 downtown? Calle. No, I don't. I think, sure. so if you go to Barbarian Brewery, you can order the tacos from the taco truck around the corner and they'll, you'll get them delivered to your table. I was just going to say, dude, you, I, I spoke to you about Barbarian, hey? Yeah. I, I, the first time I went there was like a couple weeks ago. It is amazing. So awesome, man. Yes. An insane number of beers to choose from. And they have uh, a rotating tap that they probably have 10 beers that are always rotating. And then they have like their core group of five beers that are always always there that they're oh, man. always serving but they don't serve uh or they don't bottle their beer and sell it in stores you can only get it in the tap house oh wow yeah yeah i got their belgian triple that was good yeah yeah, yeah. and um tried their ipa which which is really good too yeah i i like all their normal beers but they also do a lot of funky beers too like yeah i want to try their post malone or have, have you seen oh, that one? no i haven't it's, it's a sour okay it's like a, a melon sour okay they spell it P O S T M E L with a melon with a dash over the O and an N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that interesting. Chad and I were talking about this yesterday. They have the most sour beer I've ever tasted in my life. It was so sour, it like made my face like really turn into wow. a prune. Yeah. So that's the that's the new fad now. Sour beers. Hey, I like I I like them. I dig them. Yeah. Yeah. My brother gave me one. It was a it was like a sour beer, but it looked like a stout. Okay. And I was blown away. I was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is interesting. I've never had anything like this before." Yeah, it's yeah. it's different. And I think, I, I mean, think, I think the IPA trend is always going to kind of be around. I think people are veering from that, though. In my opinion, really. I mean, I, I enjoyed IPAs for a while, and then I don't know. You just yeah. get kind of sick of being full all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I. I've had this discussion with a couple people. I think, I don't know how real it is that certain people like that absurd amount of hoppiness. I think some people pretend that they like well, it. Well, I think so. I think it goes well with a, a cheeseburger. Yeah. Like having an IPA with a burger. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. I don't I, know why. And, and I love, I will drink one IPA. Like if I go to 10 Barrel downtown, shout out to 10 Barrel. I think they're awesome. But they also sold to uh, Anheuser Busch, which I don't, oh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, well, that's good though for them. They got some coin now. Oh yeah, and I think that the original owners are starting a side project with whatever money they got from it. So that's mm. awesome for them. Good entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, but Catch yeah, I, I will definitely drink an IPA there, but I'm I won't drink like five of them. You know, I don't it's think not- it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely i've done it it's definitely possible well, you just feel terrible afterwards yeah you know? yeah yeah just bloated and yeah it's just heavy yeah it is heavy i like i i will say this a million times i like a freezing cold coors light Dude, especially like, yeah i mean it's true i mean i like a lager you know uh south africa we have a beer called castle lager okay it's perfect frozen yeah but if it's warm you throw it away <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's how and that's that's how ipas are they suck when they get warm totally you have to drink it kind of quick yeah so yeah all right other restaurants um yeah i don't know man i would go to goldie's a lot i'd go to chandler's juniper eureka Trying to think what else, yeah. Ten Barrel's awesome. Yeah, I've been. I've I've never been to Ten Barrel actually. You've never been to Ten Barrel? Mm-mm. All right, I'm taking you there. Okay, Debbie cool. and I will take you there. Okay. They have awesome. uh, they have 
nachos that are potato chips. Oh, gosh. And they're covered with, I don't know if you're a blue cheese guy. Even if you're not a blue cheese guy, they don't put an absurd amount of blue cheese. Blue I think cheese there's... is one thing that I've had to... Uh, mature on in my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to grow into that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like eating mold. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they have uh, like chives and bacon and blue cheese, but they're potato chips. Like I've never had nachos that are potato chips before, and I feel like that appetizer is oh man, that's deadly. so good. Oof, that's yeah. all you need then, right there. You good? I mean, we'll, we'll get, get some burger. of those and then we'll get a burger. Too. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> yeah, who's got the best burger in town and restaurant wise? In your opinion, where you've been? I, I honestly. Not the greasy joints, but like, you know, sit down. Well, the greasy joints are the best burgers. I, 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 know, I, can't, I, I can't deviate from that. Okay. Well, I think... Timber- so like if you go downtown and you're going to pick a restaurant for a burger, where would you go? I'd probably go to... I'd go to Ten Barrel or I'd go to Eureka, I think. Okay. Yeah, if I was going downtown. If you told me to just pick the best hamburger in Boise, I would say Burger Belly. Ooh. I'd say double bacon cheeseburger and from Burger Belly. What's unfortunate belly. is that I've never had a Burger Belly burger either. <sighs> okay. Be- best hamburger why. in Boise. And it, I know people have, I mean, I could get so into hamburgers <laughs> and, <laughs> and describe the different types of hamburgers. Um, but the uh, the hamburgers from Burger Belly are a little bit greasier where the grease kind of seeps into the bun a little bit. Um, okay. Whereas if you went to Big Bun, it's very dry. And if you want to put more sauce on it, you can you can ask for more sauce. Okay, so you prefer a wetter bun. Yeah, like a little, okay. I don't know, moisture. Like I don't want to bite into a burger and have to take a sip of my Coke every time I, I see. take a bite. Yeah, so you got to have some of that fat from the, the meat kind of oh, seep in yeah. there. Or the blood of it yes, seep in there. totally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why they call them like greasy spoon joints because they're kind of greasy oh, burgers. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. they have, I, their milkshakes are awesome. Big Bun's milkshakes are awesome. So. Oh, okay. I like their uh, dip cone. Yeah. They do a good dip cone. Yeah. Well, okay. If you had to have a hamburger in Boise, what would it be? Jeez, man. Uh, I I don't know. That's that's a good one. Five guys? Oh, yeah. Well, big chain. But they're very consistent. Yeah, every yeah time they you go are, there. man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're double. They're I've, double with extra cheese. I, it took me so long to actually try five guys. I don't know why. Yeah, I was kind of turned off for some reason, but I mean, once I tried it, it was well, awesome. I, I, me too. I mean, I grew up on In and Out. Oh, dude! And I, you know, everyone was like, "Well, Five Guys is better." I'm like, "I'm gonna try it." I think In and Out is better than. I was gonna Five ask Guys. you that. That was gonna be my next question. In and Out's my In and Out's my number one hamburger of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't beat the fresh, quick turnover. I mean, what do you usually get when you go there? I'll get a a, a double. A double double with uh, what do you call it? Animal style. Yes. Yep. Yep. And you get normal onions, right? Not grilled. I don't know. I think they're grilled. I used to get grilled, and then I found out a game changer. Just do the raw onion. Yeah. Yeah. Better. Right. That's so good, man. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. have to try it next time. But do you get it? Is uh, so animal style is the grilled onions, I think. Um. So and then they animal put, style fries is what you get. No, no, no. I get animal style on the burger. Oh yeah, so they'll do grilled onions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. Uh, I, I just did, I just do number two, which is double double, okay, with raw onion. Yeah, um, hell yeah, yeah. So I I tried recently Whataburger, and I also tried Shake Shack, and I've had Shake Shack probably four or five times now since Debbie and I've been traveling. Dude, and isn't Shake Shack? Excuse me, interrupt. Isn't Shake Shack 
East Coast based? Yes. Okay, because I had them like seven years ago, and they yeah. were freaking amazing. They are incredible. They and squash they, their their patty down, right? And it's like extra crispy, sort of. I'm. I can't. I could, I could be wrong. Quite remember. I remember what I remember about their burgers is they have a spicy one that has jalapenos and like spicy mayonnaise on it, and it's incredible. Oh, okay. Um, and I, my wife and I ate Shake Shack in Manhattan, and then we've also had it in a couple different airports. And it's amazing. Whataburger is very average, in my opinion. And I know all the dudes from Texas talked up Whataburger when we were at Boise State. And it was always like, what's better, Shake Shack, Whataburger, or In-N-Out? And obviously... Whataburger was was the one? I was was an In-N-Out guy. You're repping the In-N-Out? Yeah. Do you have an In-N-Out t-shirt? Yeah, I have like seven. (laughs) (laughs) And I have have In-N-Out socks. Dude, everything. Hardcore, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they put an In-N-Out in San Juan Capistrano... Five minutes away from my parents' house. Oh, really? So every night or every other night, we go and get some oh, yeah. cheeseburgers, man. I, I, I feel like be careful. I feel like I don't feel guilty eating In and Out because it tastes so fresh. Like it tastes kind of healthy, but it's still <laughs> delicious. <Yeah. laughs> it's still bad for you too, in a way, but no. but I think they're they're so consistent with their bun and they're consistent with like fresh tomato, fresh lettuce, and their I fries. Love, I love watching them make the fries. Yeah, everything's made right there. Yeah, man. And I've never had a bad experience with an employee there. I think they hire very, very good, well-spoken kids with polite manners. I think they pay well, too. I think they take care of the employees. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Last time Debbie and I were there, we noticed that everybody was wearing boots. They had, like, combat boots. Really? Yeah, and that was, like, part of... Which did you go to? I don't know. I feel like all of them are like that. But combat boots? Like black boots? They or? have like black boots that go up high on your ankle. And I don't know if it's something for the kitchen. They're like non-slip. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it was weird. Maybe they. Uh, maybe that's like the COVID boots or whatever. <laughs> They're trying to pretend. Okay, so last time I had In-N-Out Burger was right at the beginning of the COVID breakout because Debbie and I went down to Disneyland. Oh, man. And we were in Disneyland right before COVID happened. Dude, hectic. Okay. I flew from Boise to Southern California five different times during COVID uh-huh. within the first eight weeks of COVID happening. Okay. And it was, it was, it was, um, a, such a trip, man. Traveling through Salt Lake. Yeah. No one in the airports. It's a totally subject change. No, no, no. It's perfect. Um, and flying Delta. So the first four weeks, Delta required no masks. Okay. Made no sense because there were more people traveling. Yeah. Then the people stopped uh, traveling. Yeah. Less travelers. And then the fifth week, they ask us to wear masks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, do you realize that this is the fifth flight I've been on? Yeah. And you're telling me to wear a mask now? Yeah. Like, how's that helping? That was kind of like the hospital. I work at a local hospital. Yeah. Who I'm not going to name. But they didn't require us to wear masks for the longest time. Yeah. And then it's almost like they're trying to make up for what they didn't do to start so yeah i don't know I, I it's it's publicity it's covering up their own tail or whatever yeah and i that's what i think 90 percent of it is is looking good and most businesses want to look good they don't want to be the one person that's like you know getting bad publicity yeah so anyway to kind of uh go off that in and out was still pumping man really they had their drive through up in yeah. like the guys wearing masks, but that line at that in and out, it's in Ladera Ranch, California. Um, it's like 50 cars deep every time. Yeah, that's it. I've but never, they, I've never was, been to an in and out that isn't busy. 
I don't think they lost any money, in my opinion, during this whole COVID thing. Probably not, man. Just Everyone, especially in California, all the stoners were staying home, getting high, and, oh, and sure, ordering in and out from DoorDash. <laughs> oh yeah, well that too. So they have DoorDash. They got their drive-through, Uber Eats, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so just traveling back and forth. Every time I'd go down, go to In and Out. Yeah, it's right there, five minutes away. Yeah, you know. There's an In and Out burger that I've become very familiar with that is very close to my aunt's house. My aunt lives in Tahoe, and we will drive down and we go through Reno. And right at the base of the hill, before you go up the highway to, to Tahoe, there's an In-N-Out right there. And I've been there like a hundred oh, times. <laughs> Jeez, I just and it's busy every single time you go through there. We need one. Yeah, man. It's a shame. I you know, heard. You know, I wrote their Facebook page like five different times. Like, when, when ever, are you guys coming? Did they ever get back to you? Yeah, they responded every time. They're like, um, we don't have a distribution center in uh, your area that can supply food. I'm like. Okay, we have potatoes. We have Simplot. We have Simplot. And we, we have, have a ton of cows in the state. And we have tomatoes and lettuce. We I have feel like everything. Yeah. Like, do you want, can I build you one? I'll start the tomato <laughs> farm. <laughs> Debbie and I know how to grow tomatoes. It's pretty easy. I'll start building a distribution center just like Amazon just built one in Nampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll provide some jobs for yeah. people to pick tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, man. So anyway, that's frustrating that they haven't come yet yet, but oh well. I heard the, I don't know how true this is, but the rumor was that In-N-Out Burger has not come to Boise because Boise can't grow palm trees. And in front of every In-N-Out Burger, there's two crossed palm trees. Have you heard that? What? Yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, why don't you just transport two palm trees? Is it the climate? They'll die in the I, I think it's. I think it is the climate, uh, yeah. We'll put two fake ones up there. Yeah, they probably could just make some fake ones. Why would they not do that? <laughs> <laughs> they, I, dude, they're in Utah. They're in Texas. Dude, th- if they knew how many Californians we had that go to In-N-Out when they were living in California, yeah. they'd come here. Okay, so speaking, the of the ca- speaking of the Californians, do you ever drive down Fairview? I mean, how often do you go down Fairview? Fairview? Oh, yeah. I've been, yeah. I mean, yeah. I drive everywhere. I'm all over this valley you yeah know. have you seen the the new drive-through mexican place and what it's called no it's called californian mexican food <laughs> and it's like yes, that's right i actually have yeah it's like okay. it's like okay we're gonna cater oh exactly word. to the californians who miss the mexican food in southern california <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous on the nose thing that's brilliant advertising yeah it is california mexican food. california mexican food and i i drove through there i still think los betos is better Mm. Um, but I mean, they, they do good greasy burritos and yeah. Well, the taco trucks, man, those are the sleepers. Oh, uh, Azteca. Yeah. Azteca. Is, There's is one amazing. over here on, um, federal way. Yes. I've been there at that tea place or whatever. Adelitas. Yeah. Adelitas. Yep. They're awesome. And those the, are, those people are very, very nice. And they, so they have the taco truck, but they just moved inside too. Very affordable tacos. Oh, that's right. They took over that tea place. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that name, the name of the tea place is, but yeah, yeah, those are those are some sleepers, those food trucks for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, if you can find some, I think there's a few in Garden City too. Um, do you know any like good food truck? Well, a- I think Adelitas was the best one that I can think of. It doesn't have to be Mexican food too. It can be like. Well, I don't know if I've been to a food truck that isn't Mexican food. Okay, dude. Okay, you just you just sparked something else in my brain. Yeah. Did what? you did you hear the phase closed? Yeah. That is absolutely Speaking ridiculous. of food trucks, dude. I saw... Um, so incredibly disappointing. So so shout out to another local business, uh, Scott Burney, who I, I believe now he owns and operates Suds, the bar downtown. Okay. He posted something about 
the Western Idaho Fair being closed or postponed. I don't know exactly what they're doing with it. And he gave a shout out to uh, some sort of onion burger that they serve there. Have you heard of that? Ooh, no, uh-uh. no, I don't even know what it is. Hmm. But that sounds uh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I will give a shout out to a weird food truck experience I had. I went to Weezer for a business meeting. Um, I was meeting with a hospital over there and I just asked them, I I said, Hey, where's the best place to get lunch? And I guess the Weezer fiddle fest was going on while I was there. And they're like, Oh, (laughs) go to that. I don't know. Weezer fiddle fest. The Weezer fiddle fest. Fiddling in the streets. Well, I don't know. They, they have some park and it's like a local fair thing. And they, they all play like their own violins together. I think, I think it's the fiddle fest. I I might be wrong. It Hmm. might be something else, but it was definitely this huge fair thing going on. And she told me to go get this uh, bacon-wrapped jalapeno corn dog thing. Ooh. And so I sought out the exact food truck that she told me to go to, and it was it was awesome because I was there oh, like man. I was there like in a suit in my work clothes, <laughs> <laughs> and all these people were like, uh, "Who's this dude?" And I'm eating this giant corn dog, <laughs> just walking around enjoying the fiddle fest. Oh man, yeah. love it. Yeah, that's just a disappointment though that the phase closed. Yeah, did you ever? I was fired up to go to it. You you do I go, go I go every year. Yeah. yeah. I take I, my kids too. I've never been because it was always during football season. So oh, like it yeah, was always during right in the middle. Fall camp. Yeah. No, it's fun, man. Yeah. It's it, there's so many cool things like different businesses there, petting zoos, you know. Yeah. They got the auctions, the cow auctions. Yeah, the, like the four H club or the bulls, they're auctioning all those animals. So you can go check them out in person. Yeah. Or, you know, all the crazy rides that break down like yeah. every week. I would I would never go on a fair ride. I can't believe my parents would let me go on fair rides when I was little. Oh man, there's this, there's one called the slingshot. Uh-huh. Uh it's insane. Does uh, it so like you get they lock you in a cage and um basically <laughs> it comes down and it's like a coffin. So uh-huh. it comes down. You get into it and you're sitting up kind of you know high up. You're sitting high up. They lock this cage over you. Are there it, like big elastic bands or something? No, it's so it's it's an oval shaped ride with these coffins around it. Basically, uh-huh. you get into it and they lock you in, and then it spins. Oh, and it I know what you're talking and, about. And so, if you're at the end of it and it zips around, you get flung like crazy. And so, you, all you're doing is going up and down, up and down in circles. Yeah, not good for people with motion sickness. No, not at all. <laughs> Especially if you had a cheeseburger buffet. <laughs> Not gonna feel too well. I think I think I can handle. Uh, I think I can handle it. I know some people that have motion sickness that probably couldn't handle it. Um, speaking of that, did you ever go to Knott's Berry Farm? Oh yeah, Southern California. Oh, yeah, I went yeah. on Supreme Scream. What's that wooden roller coaster ride? Uh, Ghost Rider. Yes. Or, yeah. Ghost Rider, dude. Yeah. I didn't like that one. Um, and that then was there was Montezuma's Revenge. Yes. And that was the one that I made my dad ride with me like <laughs> fifteen times in a row. Oh man. And I just remember like. I was, I don't know, 10 years old or 12 years old and ate like three hot dogs. And oh, no. I didn't puke, though. Dude, so for me, I with rides, there were rides that I could deal with when I was younger. Yeah. And now that I can't handle at an older age. But yeah. now there's rides that I couldn't handle back then that I can handle now. I don't know what that is. It's I a weird... It's a weird brain thing, in my opinion, you know? I... Uh, that makes any sense. So... <laughs> I'm going to, 
I'm going to say something that I hope my wife doesn't get mad at. So I said I know some people that have motion sickness issues. And okay. Debbie Debbie can't ride roller coasters. And <laughs> well, dude, it's, it's hardcore on some people. Does she get vertigo at all? It's not. I don't know how to describe it. She gets physically sick. Like mm. it makes her puke. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Some people just can't do it. Um, and we found that out. We found that out when we were in Hawaii and we were kayaking in the ocean and there were huge like, I don't know, 20 foot swells. And she was like, I can't do this anymore. And so we kind of found out then. And then when we went to Disneyland, it kind of happened again. And so I I rode a bunch of rides by myself when we were at Disneyland. <laughs> Dude, I went down Splash Mountain. It scared the crap out of me. Is that your first time? No, I did it a ton when I was little, but I haven't. Okay, been... so that's the thing. That's one of the rides that freaks me out. Yeah. I remember going on that little and just getting wet. That's all I remember. Yeah. But like the drop. Yeah. I don't remember that. And it's a big and, drop. Yeah. And as an adult, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I was very surprised. We went on Pirates of the Caribbean. And at the beginning of the ride, there's a huge drop that I was not expecting at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and then I'm trying to think what else. Uh, uh, the Matterhorn ride. Was Matterhorn is that the that's the uh, train roller coaster kind or no? yeah yeah or yeah is that yeah. the snow mountain one it's like the snow mountain one oh, okay and then there's the other one that's the train mountain one too oh, okay I rode both of those and those were very scary too and it felt very rickety like it needs a tune up <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's the whole vibe with yeah. that with that uh, mountain one yeah yeah um but Disneyland was pretty fun it lost a little bit of its like magic being there as an adult oh yeah. Like yeah, you can kinda imagination's s- not there. Yeah, you kind of see the seams on people's costumes and Oh yeah. You see the trash and stuff and That's tough, man. I wish we could all still see things as kids, you know? Yeah. From yeah. an innocent view. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It kind of gave me an appreciation. I don't know. Like my parents took us there so much when we were little. Yeah. And I think it it was because it was very affordable. Yeah. So my parents could take three kids there. Um but nowadays it's, it's hundred bucks a person. It's two hundred bucks a person. Really? Yes. Wow. It, I think we paid one eighty for one day, for, for per person. So that's three sixty. Yeah. To be wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's fun living vicariously through your own kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you've been there, and then now you take them there little, and you get to experience what what you experience as a kid, and you see how they react. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but it's, uh, it is expensive, man. Have you taken your kids to? A while ago. Yeah, we went Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we we're due for a trip. Yeah, maybe in the next year or so if yeah. they're going to be open. With yeah, the whole Caroli virus. So, <laughs> who <laughs> who the heck knows uh, what's yeah. going to open and what's not? I know, man. I uh, crazy times we're in. Have you ever been to Silverwood, or do you know what Silverwood is? I do. That's in Utah, right? No, Silverwood's up north. It's oh it's yeah, like, that's by a Sandpoint, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I've, okay. I know. What am I getting mixed up? Well, there's a, some theme park in Utah. Yeah, I can't remember Salt what it's Lake. called. Uh, um, oh my gosh. All right, we're gonna sit here all day and try to think of it. <laughs> but I've been there, and it was the worst experience at a theme park because there was some power outage, and so I couldn't ride the rides. Oh. The one time I went there. Oh man. Um, that's rough, but I've driven past Silverwood a couple times cause I've driven to court from Coeur d'Alene to Sandpoint a few times and it's this giant theme park out in the middle of yeah, nowhere. It's so random. It's so random, but it they stay, sense. Pr- stay pretty busy. I think. Yeah. Well, they, what else they have to do out there? I mean, other than hunting and camping, 
they're going to go to a theme park. Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess they probably rake in the cash up there. So you've been up to like Coeur d'Alene, Sandpoint? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been up to uh, both Coeur d'Alene and Sandpoint and driven out there. And Have you checked out real estate up there recently? Um, <clears throat> I've kind of paid attention to the market out there a little bit. The house, the housing, I've got actually somebody moving from Sandpoint. Okay, to yeah, Boise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a delayed market as if you're a seller. It's yeah. take a little bit longer for you to sell, but... There, so I don't know about in Sandpoint specifically, but we stayed in Hayden on Hayden Lake. Yeah. And we went on Zillow and we were looking at properties. You can get a, you can get a property that's, I don't know, a half acre that's on the water for less than a hundred grand. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And then you can get, you know, a cabin for 400 grand maybe, but on the water. How far is that from Coeur d'Alene? Uh, so that's from, Hayden, Hayden, that's Spokane area. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's 30, 20 or 30 minutes North of Coeur d'Alene. So it's close to Spokane, okay, Coeur d'Alene, Because all, all the celebrities live in Coeur d'Alene. Yep, yep. And I think Coeur d'Alene real estate is ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. But just yeah. north of Coeur d'Alene, I think it's very affordable if somebody wanted to buy like a cabin up there. Don't say that too loud, though. Well, I don't know how many <laughs> people are going to listen to this. <laughs> I'm just teasing, but No, I, I, I bet Hayden's going to get taken over I by think it some will. rich developer. He's going to put up a nice resort there and yeah. build condos and then drive up the real estate market. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just this whole state of Idaho. <clears throat> Court, I mean, McCall, I've had so many hits on McCall lately because yeah. I can see um, where people are searching from and what areas they're looking at. I've had McCall, like 80% of my views have been in McCall lately. Yeah. And I'll do business up there. I mean, I'll take a road trip up there and come back to the Boise if, yeah. it's a good, if it's a worthwhile client. But yeah, that's... Is it is is it pretty expensive up there? Um. Yeah, you can get you can get like a nice cabin for five hundred fifty thousand upwards. Um, but if of, you want something on the water, yeah, I'm sure you're gonna yeah, have you're to gonna pay. pay one mil. Yeah, totally. Yeah, nice Dang. little acreage. Yeah. yeah, but it's amazing to see that because a lot of my hits were last few years were Boise, Meridian, um, and now recently it's just been like further north. Yeah, so I don't know if people are looking in different spots but i don't know i think people i think people in boise are afraid that boise is going to turn into portland or seattle um and that's why you know they're trying to move to the place that boise was 30 years ago for sure so um i know a lot of people are moving to emmett um yeah i mean i i just it's random i did a showing out in fruitland oh really two days ago yeah (laughs) Fruitland's gorgeous. Yeah, Fruitland's like nice, that man. Fruitland Weezer area. Yeah, Ontario. It's still pretty quiet out there too. It's kind of like old, old school Coldwell. Yeah, you know, I've heard Coldwell was little. I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that there is a lot of poverty out in like the Fruitland Ontario area. But I think as you as you get closer to the border there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of places I've driven out to Ontario a few times. Uh, the company I work for has a couple sites in uh, Oregon, and I've been out there a few times, and there's a few places that look awesome to camp on the way out to Ontario. Mm. Um, yeah, I I used to take that trip quite often. I go to the Oregon, Oregon coast, so I kind of know that route. Yeah. I'm pretty familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you go on the Oregon coast? Cannon Beach. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been to Newport? 
Newport sounds familiar. Okay. How far is that from Seaside? I have no idea. Okay. But one of my buddies just got the head coaching job for football, and he's coaching or uh, teaching PE at Newport High School. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we would float around between Cannon Beach, uh, Seaside, Manzanita. Yeah. Maybe Newport's a little bit north. Um, I'm not sure. Where did they film that movie uh, with the kids? What's it called? The Goonies? Yeah, where'd they film that? I have no idea. I it's right there. It's North Oregon. Oh really? my gosh, how do I not know this town? If if my oh. if my buddy is coaching in the town where the Goonies was filmed. No, it's not Newport High. It, not Newport. Um, I can't remember the name. All right, whatever. <laughs> Fail. Yeah, I've never been to the Oregon coast, but I've heard excellent, excellent things. Okay, so. dude, you're gonna, you, you'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. We... Uh, so our dog Skylar has never seen the ocean. So what Done. we're gonna do? We're gonna pack up the car, drive to the Oregon coast, and let her play in the ocean. Go to Cannon Beach, man. Okay. Yeah, it's a really awesome beach. It's it's such a dog friendly beach too. Yeah. They have a corgi week there. Oh every no! Year way. Where they just have like thousands of corgis. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. the beach, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now your dog would love it. Do you have a Do you have a corgi? No. Do you have a dog? Mm-mm. I have a golden doodle. Oh, red golden okay. Doodle. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he's a good boy. His nice. Zeke. Is he is he smart? Very smart. Yeah. Very sensitive. Very in tune with everything. Yeah. 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 He's it's a funny. Dog. I I know a few different people who have golden doodles, and I know <laughs> one of the golden doodles I know is the smartest, like most calm, nice dog in the world. And then I know somebody who has a golden doodle that is the most hyper dog. I've ever seen him. Oh life. yeah, they yeah. can either get either side. Yeah, like I don't know if it's more poodle that like shows through or I don't know. Well, I, Zeke started off as a really intense puppy. Yeah, and then he just mellowed out completely. Yeah, so we got lucky. Yeah, um, but yeah, you could have like a super hyper. Depends on the breed, like F one, B one, or whatever the the whole thing is. There's different F ones and FBs and all I that don't stuff. even I don't even know. It's very I, complex. All I know is Debbie. So Debbie had Skylar before we started dating and she was actually supposed to be a golden doodle. Um, but the people who originally bought her found out that she wasn't going to be a golden doodle and gave her back, got their money back. And then Debbie got Skylar for free. And I, wow. I quite honestly think it's one of the best like gets that anybody's ever gotten a dog for free. And she's man. Skylar. Awesome. Yeah. She's a border collie. Um, golden retriever mix that's amazing so man. she kind of looks like a smaller black uh golden retriever yeah she does yeah for sure yeah oh uh, she would love the love the coast though yeah kind of beach man I, I just i wonder what she's gonna think because she's so used to swimming in the boise river and like lakes around here she jumps into the ocean and it's salty she's gonna be like she doesn't care like temperature wise because she's got that coat right yeah yeah no she'll yeah, be fine the that water is brutal. Yeah. She's jumped in the Depends Boise when River when it's been extremely oh, freezing. Okay, yeah, cool. she's fine. Nice. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, well, Carlo, we have done an hour and a half. Um awesome, man. And I, I'm giving people an opportunity to kind of get the last word. Um yeah. so I don't know if you want to talk about your family's company or talk about kind of your personal view on life or oh, whatever. Word. I'm gonna leave um, it up to you. Yeah, I I mean I just we're all on this earth here to help each other and and uh love each other and it's that's so important and if you can find a cause to help somebody get involved um whether it's through boise mutual or acres of love 
even if you aren't in touch with that person that you're helping, if they're in another country, you're still helping somebody. Um, so just get involved in something. It's amazing if you start giving your time to taking care of others, you, you, you get away from yourself because we have the tendency to look inward and uh, that can lead to self-pity. We overanalyze ourselves. We get into depression or whatever. But if you can really focus on taking care of others, it's going to just do an amazing thing for your life. It's just going to open up your world. Um, just like the way you connected with Ricky. That's that's incredible. I mean, yeah, I can't explain that, you know. Yeah. I, 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 like I told you earlier, like people are put in our lives for a reason. So. Yeah. I think uh, I think no matter where you go, everyone's human, you know. And the more people can realize that, the the better. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, every day above ground is a gift. So every day we have here on Earth is a gift, and it's an opportunity to help somebody. Um, each day is a new day, and we just wake up, get excited, and go do the things we love and help people. You yeah. Know? yeah. So awesome. That's that's what I carry with me in real estate and acres of love. So. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. All right. With some South African wine. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks.